What fruit doesn't taste as good as it looks? Kiwi. Peach. I'm gonna say pear. I eat pears. I'm on a pear diet. <laughs> pear. <laughs> That's actually a good answer. Yeah. Pears should. But like, okay, pears don't taste that great, but they also don't look that great. Like they don't look amazing. Well, they're green. Yeah. And green and green is a very excitable color. True. I think. But like, it doesn't look amazing, right? Like the ratio. I guess the shape. The ratio to amazing to taste, like I think, is closer. You know what, what? I mean? Hmm. Like, wait, wait, like, wait again? Shamir. Sorry. Like, I would. The okay, so like watermelon. The ratio to you know, like yeah. watermelons, right? They look amazing from the outside, like green. red. Oh, oh, and and inside, inside too, right? And no, from the outside they don't look like because melons, right? Melons should be on watermelon level, but they're not because hmm. of the red. Sometimes they are, but like I feel like you. honeydew. That's on. Yeah. A good level. But sometimes melon is just like, yeah. eh. But I have to strongly disagree with you, Shamir. Peaches are delicious. I guess. If that's what you agree, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, peaches, peaches are definitely they're, a, they're good, but a I, great fruit. I don't think they're as good as they look. Like, I think they look amazing, right? They're so Oh, juicy. you're talking about the other peaches. Like, yeah, the peaches? You're talking about like the peach emoji type peaches. <laughs> like that peach. Oh, girl, you got that peach. I see. No, no, yes. because that goes in the. Shamir. You like the fuzz? You like the fuzz, Shamir? You like the peach fuzz? Uh, mm. I put myself Shami. in a bad situation, okay, kiwis? guys. It's, it's like Ramadan. Kiwi? It's Ramadan. We can't. Talk I do about. like kiwis, but I feel like recently, especially, that like they look so recently, exotic. especially. Where are you from? Where's that accent from? That wasn't an accent. That was me talking. I feel like those things, like, they look way more exotic and they've been a really, kiwi, like, hard. Okay. Oh, you're talking about the inside of Because the outside of a kiwi looks horrible. Yeah. No, no. The inside. Like, if you chop it right down the middle, it looks It looks so like cool. balls from the balls. outside. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. What? Hey. Hey. You guys do you. I was talking about fruit. Neither of you were talking about fruit, but okay. I was talking about fruit. I was fruit. talking it's about Ramadan. kiwis. It's fruit. I was talking about fruit. I was talking about kiwis, and I just wish that they were a little bit better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to an episode of Strange Flavors. My name is Shimmer. I'm Faraz. My name is Amber. And this is the greatest and strangest podcast in the game. This is brought to you by Olive Theory. If you'd like to email us questions or anything, or you'd like to send us your music, or your friend's music, or your homie's music, or your mom's music, or your dad's music, or cousin's music, strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. Not your cousin. Not your cousin? Why not? Because when you send your cousin's music, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's never good. It's, yeah, yeah. Whenever you do anything for your cousin, it's never really good. Yeah, it's not that authentic. It's like, yo, it's my cousin. But what, there's never anything good. What you can it. do with your cousin is tell them about this podcast if you enjoy it, mm -hmm. right? And where can they listen? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and literally anywhere else. And if they can see, if they have good visuals, right, they can watch this podcast on YouTube. Absolutely. And they can even it's subscribe and leave a like, and they can comment on the podcast. And we love YouTube comments. Facts. Yeah, you guys have been doing a great job at commenting on those. By the way, real quick on that note, um, we never delete comments. We've never deleted any, even if they're like absurd, whatever. We value everybody's opinions and perspective. <laughs> 
So we don't delete comments. YouTube, even for some if, reason... Even if we were to, like, some reason not like it, we, which we don't want... We which often we disagree with. Comments. We disagree with each other all the time. But yeah, I just want to put out there that sometimes YouTube marks uh, comments as, um, I guess, crossing their community guidelines or whatever. So if you have an opinion that may be controversial or whatever, just make sure to, like, not, I guess say anything hateful in it or, or like vulgar mm-hmm. um that's not my that's not what i'm saying i don't care about that stuff but we do not remove comments so yeah youtube if, if they're being removed it's from youtube itself not yes. us yes and if you want to follow us you can follow us everywhere on social media at strange flavors and we would like to thank our executive producer of this podcast absolutely bobber bagel bobber bagel Woo! however i'm looking at my yeah. list here and mm-hmm. I do see that there is a second supporter. What? I I do see a second supporter. Who and is who, it? Wait, hold on. Who is it? It's it's Bobber Bagel for a second time. Bobber Bagel no again. Go <laughs> yes. off, Bobber Bagel. We Bobber. appreciate you so much. Yo, if you want to be as cool as Bobber Bagel and support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, the link is in the show notes or the description. Uh, Barbara Bagel, man, coming in clutch man. for a second time around. Yeah. Two championships. We have two supporters, and they're both yeah. Barbara, Barbara Bagel. The one is Barbara. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> That's two status. supporters, and they're both Barbara Bagel. Barbara Bagel is like a single mom. Yeah. Whoa. Oh wow! <laughs> like putting in the work for Dude, that, two parents. Two people. The bagel company is probably flourishing right now. <laughs> Barbara Bagel from Bagel Works. Actually, Came I'm not even going to say Barbara Bagel's Bagel Shop. Bob, I'm not even going to give bagels. Bagel Works that type of credibility. Barbara's Bagels. Barbara's Bagels. <laughs> Barbara's Bagels. But, uh, like, to be honest, it does feel really nice. Like, as, you know, small creators we are, like, just, you know, that support. And, I mean, I'm not going to say that you guys listening don't support us because... Yes, by listening, you are supporting us. But by supporting, you get shout outs like this on the podcast. Just kidding. Next level. Barbara Bagel loves us a little bit more than you guys do. So (laughs) twice, twice, twice as much. Um, But speaking of money and when it comes to podcasting and stuff, Joe Rogan, the number one podcaster in the game, has signed an exclusive $100 million deal with Spotify. I thought you were going to say Joe Rogan has started supporting Strange Flavors. And when he gets that check, he will support Strange Flavors. What does that mean? Like when you sign an exclusive deal with Spotify. um, So he's only posting on Spotify now. So this man puts all his podcasts everywhere except for Spotify. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, he didn't do that. He didn't do that before. Now he got this deal and he's going to be only on Spotify. What? After a year. Like for free. What do you mean? Like, it's still going to be free for everybody yeah, to listen to it. Yeah. Right? As long as no, you, you have, have Spotify. Spotify. As long as you have Spotify. Yeah. yeah. Who has Spotify, though? Everyone, Amber. I, you live oh. under a rock. <laughs> no, but I think I think you can still listen if you're not a Spotify. Like, No, I don't think you, so. You can. Uh, you will get ads. I don't know if you can listen to podcasts, but you can listen to music and stuff. You just get ads in between. Hmm. So Yeah. Um, that's fu- That's really fire. I heard that he's doing, like, a video deal as well. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to affect his YouTube, but... That's like next on level. On YouTube, he has over 2 billion views and like over a couple million subscribers. So um, I think Spotify, what this means to me, what this speaks to me is like, I feel like Spotify wants to give more to creators, mm. give more and like have higher, you know, CPMs, which is like every thousand views, they get more money. 
per thousand mm. views or whatever. The creators get more money. The creators. And I'm sure Spotify Yo, gets a lot of real quick, I want to say Joe uh, Budden was actually one of the first people who, at like a really high level that was working with Spotify. So I think people are going to give... I, I believe it was... Probably not, I'm right? Because you saw it. What? Like you saw his podcast, right? Like I saw it on YouTube. Yeah. yeah so, But I remember sense. him shouting out like he was one of the first like big podcasts to be on Spotify in that way, helping out Spotify. Yeah. So hundred million dollars. Also Spotify stonks went crazy. Yeah. Oh, just because of Joe. The Rogan. value went up by a Stocks. billion dollars. Mm, okay. The value yeah. went up by a b- billion That's dollars. That's crazy. That. Y- you know, Joe Rogan was also like one of the, I'm going to say like one of the first sort of pioneers of podcasts, like coming back, like mm-hmm. at the same time as, um, cereal and, and a few other things, uh, NPR was kind of having their shows, but Joe Rogan was on the top for a while. And now I think he's making another sort of pioneer move towards what you're describing is like that creative, uh, like creator curated yeah. type of experience where he's going to also implement the video ads and all of that and make so much more money. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's already the making. cool thing is like all these platforms and apps, they are trying to monetize creation. Like, mm. like with TikTok, right? You don't really get paid, but if you go live, people can send you gifts and ultimately gets you paid or whatever like it's on you it's it's on you like and that's well, always on you i guess but what do you mean like it's it's ultimately always up to you how many like people you bring into your brand yeah but i'm saying like uh these apps are trying to like promote like g- getting your creation monetized like youtube has mm-hmm. always had ads whatever Got it. but like twitter you can't really monetize facebook they've been trying it mm-hmm. but all these platforms are emphasizing that and youtube has been so difficult for so long for so many people mm-hmm. that there's so many hurdles and stuff to go over and they're really really nice to people that are more uh youtube friendly and right. fit their algorithms and stuff and upload all the time and not as much towards like people that just are wanting to create and and you know have more like, flexibility for example stuff. david dobrik like you would think that they would want to like promote oh, yeah. him or uh, like favor him because there are people who are like consistent David do like there's some people who only go on YouTube for David Dobrik. Yeah. Um, and they really don't monetize any of his videos and mm. barely give him anything for um, his videos compared to people who are more, I guess, family friendly. Yeah. Um, I saw. Well, I mean, everybody's been seeing all this news about six, nine recently. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to get your guys's take on what you make of all of it when it comes to him hitting two mil on ig live breaking that record Mm -hmm. um you know him coming out and having these problems with billboard where he's saying that he should have the number one but people are paying for their records to be at the top and he deserves it uh but they just don't like him because you know he doesn't have a good standing with the community and everything and then uh, he, he tried to also recently donate $200,000 to charity uh, and he mm-hmm. got rejected for that um, because they didn't want to be affiliated with him. Do you think he deserves all of this? What do you guys make of his situation? Do you want to go first, Shami? Uh, I personally don't think he like deserves as much as hate he's, as he's getting because all these views, whatever, is a reflection on us. I heard this somewhere. Don't take this on me. I heard that like 6 9 is a product of us. 
like he's getting all these views because we're watching it and we're feeding into mm -hmm. this and so mm -hmm. like he is the product what we want to see the entertainment we want to see all that stuff mm -hmm. so him hitting all these numbers whatever like that that is a product of us however the billboard stuff i that's where i disagree with him because he's like oh ariana grande bought sixty thousand units overnight right um and she's cheating the system to be number one so that his single can't be number one i think it's a record company thing but yeah yeah um and like that i don't see an issue with it because i mean i do see an issue with it however it's always been an issue like the whole time in the music game right mm. like uh, however, you're getting those numbers, right? Whether you're paying for advertisements, right? Built, selling the packages with it. Selling the packages with it. People sell merch and has uh, digital deluxe albums like with the merch. And that counts. Which counts as sales. Which counts as sales. And that's kind of like a trick to get more album sales. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Mm. This There's always been stuff like that. Whether it's 60000 yeah. overnight, whatever. 6 9 has just been using clout and stuff, right? Which... Mm. Um, is like another way of saying oh he got all those listens not based on just music mm -hmm. so what he's doing may not be monetized monetary he's still using a way to get his streams up hmm. yeah i think what he was saying was that um whoever did like those sixty thousand units came from like six cards apparently six credit cards i don't really know like the actual factuals of it because this is just what he said and that's really all i know about it i don't know anything past that he's also said many other things that ended up not being true or right gotten so, him in like, a lot of trouble so i mean billboard stuff aside when i think about the two million on ig and like how he has all this clout like I think it's like similar to what Shami said. Like it is our fault. Like I'm not gonna lie. Six nine is an entertaining do you dude. Feel, and do you feel guilty for liking him? No. Why? Because I I know what I'm getting. Like I know what I go in watching. Like I know I'm not going in to watch like a like super. Um, like pc type dude or whatever but i go in looking for entertainment and i get entertained i mm -hmm. don't get let down and i enjoy the music and it's like so, so you don't feel guilty like supporting somebody who other artists like snoop dogg and, and lots of other people you know the thing is if not th th this is the only reason why i don't feel guilty uh -huh. if he was holding himself to a high standard being like i'm um, better than you because of this or because of that yeah. he says i'm better than you and i'm better than you because i'm a rat and i still came out and i still had these numbers or whatever mm -hmm. because of his trolling factor being like you know i like he he claims he's the best but he does it because like oh i have this watch not like oh i have the best music and and, and i feel like his trolling factor he doesn't want anybody to take him seriously. Nobody takes him seriously. And anybody... T Sometimes he does when he's crying on, like, interviews and it's like, um, why doesn't anybody yeah, like Yeah, I guess. Me? I guess that's true. But, like, in the general the public sense... You would have done the in my shoes. I think in the general public sense that, like, when yeah. he's, like, putting out music and, like, trying to, like, just do, like, random clout type thing, yeah. he's not trying to be taken too seriously and the people other artists who do take him seriously mm -hmm. end up being like oh well like now i look stupid for interacting with him and like for even trying to talk down on him when you know whatever because his music numbers are higher so yeah. i don't know what it is maybe it's my own fault that like i don't feel guilty but like i i just really don't i, I, I don't always, i, I, I enjoy support, the music 
I always support the art, right? Like I've always said this when it comes to things that I enjoy. Um, it's not a like you can't I can't separate that every single time unless the art directly has to do with the artist. Uh, but in his case, it's like this dude, he's he's a he has a great voice. Like I haven't heard a voice like this since DMX and I'm a huge DMX fan. And uh, I think that his music is loud. It's like crazy it's fun um although his subject matter might like i didn't i didn't care for his recent song i thought it was like whatever um but his other stuff like it is uh entertaining like you're saying now on the on the on the part of the donation thing right where where it becomes problematic for me is when he's at asking everybody to like you know be cool with him and doesn't understand why people are treating him this way it's like you have to you have to ultimately face the consequences for your actions True. period for like sure. you right. you have to and that's what he's when you try to play that card that's not what i'm with it's like yeah like i like your music but don't try to pretend like you know you're just going to get a pass with all this and you're not and if he gets treated a certain way and he gets handled he gets beat up in the streets he has to move houses whatever i think that that's his that's, i think he set himself up for i'm that. not going to say he deserves it or whatever but mm -hmm. I, I totally understand why it would happen yeah it it makes sense he was and so for the for the charity thing he was like yeah. look i'm trying to help people and like yeah. they're rejecting me it's like dude so that's that's to me is a is a like a PR move. Uh, and actually, I was watching uh, Anthony Fantano from the Needle Drop uh, comment on this, and he said something really good, which was uh, he said that the don the donation should be allowed anonymously. So he there should be some sort of con uh, contract that says uh, that yes, if he really wants to donate to the kids, if he really wants to help. Yeah, you can do donate as much as you want, but you're not allowed to say that you did it because mm -hmm. that would make the, that wouldn't make the charity look bad. And also it would ultimately be helping people. And right. and then, you know, if he wants to get that off his conscience, whatever, because a lot of people do this kind of stuff. I don't know if you guys saw this video of Mike Pence recently, but he was delivering some COVID-19 aid and uh, he was on camera. He didn't know that he was mic'd up. And he was delivering boxes, right? So he's carrying boxes over, the camera's getting it, and he's you know looking like a hero whatever then he goes back to the truck to get some more boxes and one of the guys uh that's helping out says hey this box is empty actually he's like do you mind if we just take them over anyways for the cameras he literally said that so i mean that's not surprising from mm -hmm. you know that right from politicians at all but just to say that there's people that do things like that so you know it's it is what it is uh you can't I, you can't stop people from going towards things that are uh you know at a very controversial level and from watching these things and listening to them that's what kids do like kids think it's yeah. hilarious and they don't understand uh respect on that level and especially old school rappers like snoop dogg they do not you know vibe with that at all and mm -hmm. you have to be understanding of all of that so it's a weird situation when, like, the like when Trump was like running for president, people are like, okay, like if you want to do this entertainment stuff, like keep it out of politics. Sure, it's entertaining. What you're doing is entertaining, but like in the political sense, it's actually harming people. Mm. Like, 
um, if you're following me here, 6ix9ine is doing that. He's, like, being very entertaining. He's being very toxic. He's kind of putting stuff out there, but it's not affecting people on, like, a real level. But then when it does come to real stuff, like, when he did go to jail, I didn't feel bad for him because he was trying to put a hit on somebody. Like, you did set yourself up for those things behind the scene, and that's something that you have to deal with on your own. So I'm not going to be like, oh, free 6ix9ine, but I am going to enjoy the music while it's out because I genuinely enjoy the music. Yeah. That's how I feel. Um, let's uh, let's get into the guest today. So, <laughs> the stranger today is a um, is a Twitter icon and ex Twitter felon. Okay. What? We talk about his not so politically correct views, his bizarre experiences in Saudi Arabia, standing up for the Shia community, and a lot more. So, without further ado, this is our awesome friend Salman, aka. The Chai Papi. I might burp a lot, I'm telling you guys right now. Like, I have. I burp too <laughs> much after iftar. It's I can eat cucumbers and I'll burp. It's, <laughs> it's out of question. I'll just, I'm just gonna burp a lot. I'll try to keep it calm. But how many cucumbers uh, you be having? Homegrown, I think. Oiled, oiled up cucumbers. They're dipped in ghee. <laughs> Me today? Yo, honestly, today I didn't have much. I got I was I was lazy, but I normally have what uh, I had pakore. Um, like whatever mama makes we had like normally have like homemade like shawmas or like or like homemade homemade shawmas or like rolls or whatever um spring rolls there's honeydew at the homemade, classic homemade rolls right. or shawmas those are two different okay no homemade see, like see, spring rolls see he's homemade, gonna say that he's homemade. burping but he's also eating pokore spring rolls pokore <laughs> don't make it of... gassy bro dude it's the cucumbers it's a cucumber it's a cucumbers man I don't know what it he is. He was telling me. He was telling me yesterday too. He naps after. That was uh, once. That oh, was once. That oh, was that was just yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You nap like, after okay. what? Iftar. Like that was the first time. That's Damn. sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> that's sleeping. No, no, no. no. Like, it took like a 30, 40 minute nap. <laughs> no, no, because he stays up till like you know seven or whatever. Seven, eight. That. Yeah. Yeah. We don't sleep around here, so, man. I don't know sleep how is for be the doing week. That. It is what it is. It is what it is. What it is. That's gonna be a joke. Um, Jai Poppy is in the building, people. Yes, sir. The, yes, sir. The, the OG Chai Poppy. Are you the OG Chai Poppy? Yes, yes, I believe so. Wait, no. There's you one the guy on Instagram. Ever. No, no. There's one guy on Instagram. His handle is Chai Poppy, but yeah. I don't think he meant it to be what it is now. <laughs> what do you mean? So he's like, the OG. He's OG when it comes to Instagram, right? But when like when it comes to like other people knowing what Chai Poppy is, um, what is Chai Poppy? What, what like like you're, as you're a brand, Drake. as a person, that's me. Does that okay. make sense? Okay. So the OG guy is like not it. I don't know. He, he has a handle. He has a handle on Instagram. I think he had it before. Yeah. Like I even had the term Chai Poppy set in my head. Um, but on like social media, like yeah. on the forefront, I'm Chai Poppy. In his head. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, How do you like your chai? Head. How do you like your chai? Okay, this is this is where it gets weird. I don't drink chai in America. 
I only okay, drink it when I'm so the fake chai poppy. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. I only drink chai when I'm overseas. Like if I'm like okay. in Pakistan. He's already starting so out controversial. In a, in a small portion of your life, you're drinking chai. In the most memorable moments, I am. The ones that matter to me the most. Like okay. if I'm at my daughter's house, I'll drink chai. Like if I'm in, when I was in Iran, I'll drink chai every day. When I was in Turkey. That's a, that's like, this, these are different chais here. Yeah. <laughs> chai is chai, bro. Like. No. <laughs> come on. Yeah, chai yeah. is not chai. They call there's chai. Sh- if, you were drinking chai. 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 <laughs> <laughs> there's chai, there's chai, there's tea. I don't know. There's a lot of things. But, um. Yeah. Yeah, I don't drink chai. Like, were, I don't know. I'm not. I like, you were the first I like chai poppy. Yeah, dude, but that's what most Desi people, I guess, drink. But you were the first chai poppy that I saw. And yes. I think a lot of people had come across on Twitter. That's where I first uh, saw your tweets and stuff. Wait, I'm sorry. Before were... we get to can I know what the dynamic here is? Because this is the first time I'm talking to Jai Poppy. Like, yeah, how sure. do you guys, like, you guys already know each other. You've never, you guys are wait, fans. you don't know, oh, you don't know our guest? Wait, wait, wait. We I, need I, a, I do him. we need I a need story history. time? Do we need a story time? We need I've a story time. I story time. And I want to know what the situation here is I before brief. we get into it. Do you guys mind if I tell story time? Oh, we'd love to. No. We'd love right. it. Okay, he's in mind. Um, what what year was it? 2016? It must have been Somewhere 2016 or 2017. Um, that's when Designer was going crazy, right? And panda. Yeah, exactly, right? And these uh-huh. guys dropped the Panda remix, uh, Bendu. Mm. And that right. was popping on Twitter. It was like, you know, like I saw it on Twitter when it had like 2,000 retweets, wherever it was. I'm like, damn, these guys got content. This is fire. And I retweeted shit out of it. And I think I followed <laughs> you guys, like the whole gang. Or at least two of you guys, and you both, you both, and I'm like, man, this is dope stuff. And then, um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> that's all I remember. <laughs> it was a little more after, because like, but that was the initial following happened there. You know what he said? Yo, story time. I was like, wait, something even crazy happened. Exactly. So I hype it, it up. I hype it up. You made it really feel like there was like a strong history there. Yeah. I was like, what's about to happen? Yeah. No, a follow goes a long way. I'm telling you right now, a follow it does, goes it does. a long way. So where did it go? right here well, then it was like yeah no actually what ended up happening was uh before before bindu came out you were like putting out some funny tweets and stuff i had followed you and i forget you had um replied to me or something i forget what it was about that's how you eventually ran into bindu but um when that happened then we were like um we had exchanged, you know, conversation here and there, and then we ended up going on a Facebook Facebook uh, video call, vi- <laughs> Facebook video call, and like, sh- like we were pretty much rebranding because we had had the Ronal Pono channel for a while, but then you know I met Shamir mm-hmm. and Amber, and we were like in this like whole thing, and we were like let's let's reach out to people because we're from you know cool people, creative people, creative people. <laughs> Uh, who seem like they're in like the new the next gen of like content creation sure um and so yeah we like talked on facebook just kind of exchanged some ideas we got to know about him a little yeah. bit and but, all that. but like it was kind of random because like i would see your tweets and mm-hmm. like it seemed like you were very in the twitter sphere like I was too yeah, you much. were Twitter. I was you were Twitter much. famous. Like you were Twitter famous. Like I was Twitter like, famous because like I don't know, Twitter <laughs> famous is a weird term nowadays. But like yeah, no, my but tweets got then, around. People knew me. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. People like everyone in the brown Twitter universe, yeah. so, like, East Coast. You guys were trying to get to know him as like uh, you know other brown content creators. Like what did you do? What did I what do at the time? I just oh. dropped tweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just dropped tweets 
Okay, making stupid true. videos like like little so you were Snapchat on videos. Twitter and then that's why you guys like. Hopped well, I saw I I originally followed you because of a funny video you had posted. Yeah, I'm forgetting what it was. Oh, but you know it what? Was, it was probably is? like a snap video. It was probably it? um. I'm thinking like if, if, if it was it. summer. If it was summer of. 2016, it had been um, Pakistan versus India like content when it comes to cricket. It must have been something like that because I was shitting on India people like Indians like uh, (laughs) for like for like shits and giggles like shits and giggles like cricket for cricket reasons I was shitting on them making a lot of stupid videos but like it must it must have been it must have been something like that yeah but like I think the main point was like we didn't know what he does like. I still don't know what he does. Right? I don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do a lot. You do a lot. I think the point of this is like you're a super like creative dude and like you're in all these different realms. But it's cool seeing how you're like doing those realms, I guess. And that's why I think we wanted to pick your brain back then. Mm-hmm. Well, you had then and um I don't know if still now you had you had been working um for, like to make this brand Ajib Apparel. Yes, and that's sir. like kind of that's kind of a brand that continues on. You're doing this podcast and stuff. That's the um, Ajib Kibat. Ajib Sibat, yeah, yeah. Ajib Sibat, sorry. Um, oh, that's cute. Ajib Dang. meaning weird. Uh, yeah. If for those people that don't know, but um, yeah, is that kind of like your your baby? You're like your project that you. That's been my little to... uh, yeah, my little infant that grows sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't grow, but it's just chilling there. It's my plant. Let's call it a plant. Plant. Yeah, it's my it's my baby plant. It's my but yeah, man, that doesn't like, grow. That does. Yeah, grow. it's like the plant on your head right now. <laughs> my pineapple. My pineapple. <laughs> it's my pineapple. Yeah. It's not pineapple. Oh, those yeah. plants. Oh, my bad. Yeah, those no, plants. I was, okay. No, yeah. I was no. Oh, my pineapple. Oh, pineapple. Yeah. 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 But yeah, man, I started the G back in like 2014. Um, I did like I did like whatever. It was like when I was first into first university. I was like, man, I'm tired of like you know. I want to expand my hobbies because I was like, you know, when you're in university, you don't want to stick to the same things you're in. Like, I was a pre-med student back when I was like, what, first university. And now I'm like, oh, wow. Fuck being a doctor. Like, no way. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Can I swear? Can I swear? You it's, might as well. I okay. have to market explicit, but okay, it's okay. fine. Yeah. So, it's fine. <laughs> um, I was customizing Nikes, like Nike Rochers back when they were popping. I did a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I got into like clothing, clothing, like as a noob. So I you know had like beanies with like a jeep on it and like calligraphy or like sharif and whatever then sort of why like, why a jeep why that word bro I, it was just like what's a cool word for like weird and urdu right that's <laughs> all i chose and i'm like yeah. a jeep has a lot of definitions like it could be like um fascinating you know whatever 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 strange strange, strange flavors could be a jeep flavors if you wanted to call it that right <laughs> right but um it has a lot of definitions to it i'm like man like that's low-key mm. me um uh, like I don't fit into one category. Yeah. Um, mm. I might as well make it a jeep. So you're yeah. so a lot of your stuff revolves around like brown stuff, like brown culture. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh. Um. Okay. So so when you were doing the Twitter stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, you were coming at everybody really, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and this is something that continues to happen. It's it's hilarious. But you got um along the way at some point you got blocked by Shah Rukh Khan. What? Yes, I did. How did that happen? That's back yeah. in twenty. That's back in twenty sixteen. Same time. I think. Okay, so this is what happened. I'm a huge Shah Rukh Khan fan. Like, if you know me, like my friends that know me, I used to Photoshop pictures with Shah Rukh Khan. Like, I used to like <laughs> do something. Like you and him. Yeah, you know, you know, you know the picture of Shah Rukh Khan in the bridge in Colono. He's in the Brooklyn Bridge with hands like this. Yeah. So I took a pillow, 
this, I remember doing this like for sure. I took a pillow. I'm like, Oppie, take a picture of me. She's like, why? I'm like, just do it. And I was doing this, and I photoshopped me being hugged by him, or me hugging him, wherever it was. And that was like that was like way back. But um, huge Charlotte fan, right? He's like, and then he blocked you. He was like, that's so. No, weird. no, not even that. that. That's like that's not even that. So what happened was 2016. It was a T20 World Cup final. Uh, Boxon versus India. Boxon, the underdogs came up top, right? And um, I think what we were batting first, and like we had like a, a decent score or whatever. And then. Um, I don't know what channel I was watching it on, but Shah Khan in like the intermission and the halftime was like, yo, bro, like watch my new movie. It's called uh, Jim Harry Met Siegel, whatever, Siegel. I don't know what the hell her name is. <laughs> Jim Harry Met Siegel. And I'm like, this movie's going to flop. And I'm like, he's going to lose too. It could be whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, my bad. My bad for mispronunciation. <laughs> Brad tweeted, I'm like, your movie's going to flop and India's going to lose. Like, boo hoo, like, you suck. And uh, that was the, the only tweet I made in that year. And, like, come, like, three months later, like, someone, like, you know, Charlotte Khan makes these dumb tweets that make no sense sometimes. Like, his, 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 like, yeah. uh, the, way, the way he writes in his mind doesn't make any sense. So, I'm like, man, let me check way, out this. Well, the way yeah. he speaks, too, by yeah, the way. That if too. you ever listened to his TED Talk, it made no sense, but okay. It was a funny TED Talk. Um, but <laughs> someone tweeted something, and I'm like, let me click on his profile and see it, because I couldn't see it. I'm like, for what reason? And it's like, you're blocked by a shower con. I'm like, bro, I started tearing up. I'm like, bro, this is my idol, man. Like, what do I do? <laughs> and I checked back the last time I had to him, and it was when I was, like, talking shit about him and Hi, his Andy. movie. And his movie did flop, and India did lose. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I'm the real winner here. That's a legendary thing, though, to have, like, on your resume. Like, you're blocked by the biggest, one of the biggest actors ever. And, yeah. like, somebody that you, like, look up to. Dude, yeah. I look up to him, like, hardcore, like... I'm dude, you're gonna be like, like uh, my dude. You're gonna be like Syndrome from The Incredibles. The <laughs> have you, have you seen The Incredibles? I have, but I don't like really care about the fan. The yeah. fan that like the the enemy in The Incredibles. We used to be. Oh, the guy with the, the number one hair? fan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and you have the same hair right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta redo my highlights for sure. You're gonna yeah. show up in his movie in the future, and Definitely. then you're gonna take over. And yeah. then... you're gonna be the one who takes his girl. Yeah. Take his wife, yeah. yeah, wife and kids. Dude, but like with your, with your, um, you know, you seem to be very much into Bollywood, and that's that's you had told me that that's kind of what your, uh, your podcast is going to be about as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, like in the times that we're living in right now, there's a lot of people, especially Pakistani people, especially Muslim people, that are turning away from Bollywood for re- political reasons, and you know, um, a lot of different other things, but. What is your opinion about? I know you're obsessed with like Deepika, right? You love hell yeah. I got poster over my room, bro. I got are you a Priyanka fan? Okay, the, controversial time. Priyanka, whatever. Real, the fuck real she quick, does. do you, do you yeah. get what I'm what I'm? Yeah, what I'm yeah, going for towards. sure, for like, sure. Yeah, all these sure. actresses and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I don't include their political views or whatever they do. Yeah. Into my liking when it comes to watching uh, entertainment. If I'm watching a okay. movie. It could be a, like, for instance, I'm not going to, like, it's not promotional reasons, but The Sky is Pink is on Netflix, has um, Priyanka Chopra in it, right? Mm-hmm. This is like 2019 movie, 2020 movie, whatever it is. And it's a crazy good movie, right? Mm. And I'll watch it besides, like, disregarding the fact that people hate on Priyanka Chopra. I don't really care about her political views. That comes with a lot of people. Like, I, I'm a very non-political person. I'm not politically correct myself. Like, I say stupid shit all the time. Like, I don't... Right. I'm not going to, like, not watch something or not listen to some music just because someone's opinion is that. Like, that has no regarding to me because at the end of the day, like, 
I'm watching a movie. Like the mm. movies, like they're acting. That's their job. But yeah. So so you're you're um liking for like Bollywood and all the type of stuff, and uh your like pride and being Pakistani is all like entertainment based. Entertainment based. Um, the thing is, history. Like if we focus on history too much, you get like real crazy, right? So I only focus on like you know the division. It's cool to learn about stuff. Like for instance, like the partition and stuff. Like, but you're right. Yeah, a lot of entertainment based stuff is what I focus on. Yeah, I think you know what you're saying uh, makes a lot of sense when it comes to artists in general. Where you know we've had tons of debates about like this on the podcast, where it's a lot easier to not like somebody when you don't like their art. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the controversy is when you uh, like somebody's art, but they're an extremely you know uh, I guess controversial person. Like Kanye, and then, like that's like a never-ending debate. Oh, like you know. Well, yeah, like we talked yeah. about when like the whole uh, R. Kelly thing happened and the Michael Jackson thing right after that, and how people were hypocritical in their statements towards like canceling uh, somebody's music, but mm-hmm. they weren't really listening to R. Kelly, and then Michael Jackson they can't live without. But they won't, you know. Yeah. They'll excuse whatever. So I think with Priyanka, I think the case becomes that, like, for me, for example, like, I don't really. There's nothing that uh, Priyanka could. Um, that would be taken out of my life that I would care about. Like, there's nothing that I think that she has made that is, like, really important to me. So mm-hmm. it's easy for me not to like what she's making, anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, that, that's. Um, that's a good, I think, fair way to look at it, especially as an artist. What's your um, like beef with Sunnis? I know you've had this for a while. <laughs> what? Wait, oh hold my on, God. man. Okay, this it's is, not this is really something beef, bro. From... It's not really beef, but yeah. What, what are you saying? My bad. Well, well, this is all on the Twitter thing because like this yeah. is something that he used to he used to do this a while um on Twitter too, where like people weren't really saying this kind of stuff. Uh, you're from the Shia community, I know, like. I was just talking to um, this Mufti today on IG Live about something that happened recently where, like, this girl, Shia I, girl I, uh, in the yeah. UK. Yeah. It was 19 UK, years right? old. She got shot up. Yeah. And then, like, so people started doing fundraisers for her, for like, her funeral and her family and stuff. Yeah. The second people found out she was Shia, they wanted to cancel the fundraisers and give the money back to people right. who donated, which yeah. is, like, an innocent girl died and you care about her being Shia. And right. that's why you want to like cancel her, cancel her debt, which makes no yeah. sense, right? Yeah. No. So I'm I'm asking like yeah. in your honest experiences and stuff, like what you know, have you what kind of like discrimination and stuff have you faced um, to make you feel that way, bro? It's I think a lot of Shias can and say this. It's not like hardcore discrimination. Like you're not gonna like like someone's not gonna walk up to me and call me a kafir because my best friends are Sunni, right? Like it's mm. a lot of um, respect for each other. But it just comes down to the ignorance and like not knowing about us as much, right? Like Sufis can say this, um, you know, Ismailis can say this, Ahmadis can say this. It's just being a minority Muslim, um, being a minority in general for any, like it could be your ethnicity, whether, you know, beliefs or religion, wherever it is. When it comes to being a minority, you're always going to stand up for yourself more than anybody else's, right? And mm-hmm. you have to stand up for yourself because if you're not, you're going to get stepped over. And once you're stepped over, like there goes your entire, you know, um, standing. So my beef is Twitter is already a toxic place when it comes to religion, right? Like, um, and like the second people preach stuff on Twitter, um, people see Islam in that um, highlight. So a lot of it is going to be Sunni beliefs because the majority of Muslims are Sunni. Even in high school, like I was the only Shia kid in my class, in my entire school, 
right? So I had to stand up for myself and like tell kids, yeah, there's like two sides or there's multiple sides and this is the other one, right? Because it's not mm. only going to be about Sunnis all the time. It's going to be about Shias too. And when it comes down to Twitter beef, like uh, before being a Sunni basher was like, you know, a cool thing to do, which is now like people literally, <laughs> literally today, man, like I'm looking at it. I'm like, everyone's like making these Sunni tweets. Like, you know, good thing I'm not a UK Muslim or a UK Sunni. Like I'm not a whatever, whatever. I'm like, damn, bro. Like I was doing this four years ago. Where's the clout? Like, where's the clout? Mm. But well, they were mad funny too. I, I would be like, laughing at those tweets. When I you feel were... like Twitter is so toxic because I've never like in real life or on any other platform seen Sunnis priding themselves on being Sunnis. Like, like I didn't even know I was Sunni until later in life, but I feel like on Twitter, for some reason, it's such a toxic place, in my opinion. No, that, you're, like, you're right. You're completely right. Twitter is so toxic. And then when... when Like, I'm like, who boasts themselves on being like, a sect of a religion. <laughs> it, it, I don't think it's both. <laughs> no, like, but, no, no, the thing is, is, she is both. In my experience, I've my, in my past relationship, I was with a Shia person. Gang, and gang. To be on, and <laughs> and to be honest, the whole time my constant struggle was, I'm never saying I'm Sunni. I never bring it up in conversation. But I will hear multiple times a week about you being Shia. Like, why are you always? Like, why is this a thing that you constantly? Oh, so need Amber to bring has up? it from it's, the has perspective on the other side. Yeah, mm. it's it's because we're different and that we have different beliefs that we're always gonna be proudful of it. Like, literally, this is this is what it is. If, if I'm not proudful about being Shia, then I don't like I have no validation to being Shia. Like, we're different in in some ways, not a lot of ways, but it all just goes back down to history and historical point of views. Um, and like some, don't you like, think beliefs? that by being like, no offense, but like when you say like, oh no, like I have to be proud about it, that that's what creates the difference? Because I didn't feel a difference until it started mm -hmm. being brought to me. Oh no, you're Sunni and we're Shia and we're Shia and we're Shia and we do this and you're Sunni. And so that whole time period, I was around a lot of Shias mm -hmm. and I was constantly being told like, like there was a constant Shia pride around those people that I was yeah. with, and I respected it for, I respected them for it because I do know that um, even in my village in Pakistan, if you are Shia, you do have to be quiet about it because other people aren't going to be okay with it. Because if you're Shia, it's fine, just be quiet about it. Don't be doing things in the street. Keep it in your house. Don't don't just don't be loud. And so I get that there is the oppression there, but it it blew my mind then over here that when we are like in america and they do at least in maryland have the freedom to practice um mm -hmm. in the ways that they would like to in the differences that are between <laughs> sunnis and shia and i did not think this was going to turn into this no bro <laughs> it's a, it's a big deal like it's no. I, I i totally understand what you're getting like i i can imagine the same thing if i was a sunni person around shia people like i know it's gonna get annoying like it's the same like i don't know like if you're in a group full of Heather Bodies and you're only like guy from Bindi, like they're gonna like boast about being Heather Bodies the entire time, right? It's the same thing about like taking pride in who you are. Um, we're grown up knowing we're Shia, like from day one. Like you can tell by my name. Like if I was gonna tell my name, like my last name is Hussein. Hussein's a very oh. Shia name. My first name is Sayed. If you see a Sayed, he's nine out of ten times gonna be uh, a Shia person, right? Like yeah. our entire identity as a Muslim goes down to practicing as a Shia Muslim, right? And it's it's a little bit of frustration when people don't acknowledge your differences or even know about you 
that pisses us off. Not pisses off, but like it, it, it kind of like what, shifts the, the wheel. The question right? that I have is that nobody yeah. knows, like from from the outside, right? Yeah. Like somebody who's American or somebody who's yeah. like you know whatever Hindu, anybody else who's not Muslim. Nobody knows that I'm Sunni either. Like they just know I'm Muslim. So why are we not just identifying as Muslim? This sounds like so many. Like hearing you um, talk about this sounds like um, other people having the same conversation about black versus white with light skin, dark skin, uh, Latinos being Mexican, uh, Colombian, whatever, whatever. Um, And, you know, I usually like we'll just hear those conversations. But it's it's interesting to know that, like, there are people that care about these things uh, in our like uh, you know, in our world too, whether it be with Muslims or like we hear it with Pakistanis all the time, right? Lahari's, yeah. Oh, I'm Punjabi. Uh, well, I guess they're the only ones that really pride themselves. Yeah. Karachi, <laughs> like people and Lahori's. Punjabis, yeah, but- I feel like the Punjabis are their own little like thing. Yeah. Like Indian Punjabis. You're Pakistan, from Karachi, Punjab- right? Oh hell no! I'm from I'm from Rawalpindi, man. I'm from Rawalpindi. Oh, you're from Rawalpindi. Okay, so yeah. you're from I thought for some reason you were from Karachi. I feel um, like if he was from Karachi, that would be like another part of his identity. Be yeah, people he's... from Karachi like they they rise up. They rise up to the cause. Because everyone doesn't rise. Everyone up. craps on them. Yeah. No, I mean <laughs> I've been there. Like, like <laughs> I I I did a poll a couple days ago because I had a I was I always thought that Karachi was like you know if you went through a line of like ten Pakistanis. At least six or seven of them would say they're from Karachi because, like, the population there is huge. Yeah, it's huge. Um, yeah. Karachi is the most I, lit. It's the most lit. It's the most lit, but I've been told it's very, very, like... It's dirty. Uh, it's very... Dirty, trashy, violent. It doesn't get treated as well as, like, Ralph and Islamabad. Yeah. And I'm not, like, a part yeah, of the war. I'm not a real big, like... From this part of the conversation. I'm not a huge, like, Because <laughs> Kashmir no, doesn't even whatever. land over here. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're really lit in our mountains. <laughs> <laughs> But I will say, I will say, like Lahore is a beautiful place and has so much history. Like they get the funding, they get all the funding. The, it's the... it's a Hollywood of um, Pakistan. So yeah. on on sort of the same uh, topic, I want to talk about your experience in uh, Saudi Arabia. So oh, fun fun. When you so what did you go for? Um, I went for Ziyadat um, in December of 2018. And What's that? Um, basically, when um, it's like a mini pilgrimage for Shia Muslims. We visit like um, Iraq. We visit Iraq and Iran and like people go also go to Syria and like Jordan stuff. A lot of shrines um for people like the family of the Prophet. Um so there's a bunch in Iran and Iraq. Um so I did that first, did a little break in Turkey and then went for Umrah in January um, of twenty nineteen. Okay, yeah. so <clears throat> I remember you talking about it on Instagram a little bit where, you know, you were getting judged about your appearance and stuff. Uh, mm, what were, big time, yeah. Was it like random people saying stuff and what, what were they talking about? Dude, it was rough. Like in Iraq, I got stared at all the time for having like my ponytail, right? Um, and like, it's just like, I'm not going to have my hair out because my hair was ugly at the time. Like if it's like, you know, when you're growing hair, there's an ugly phase. You said it was, it was ugly a good at the time? Yeah, like you have an ugly phase and a good phase when it comes to growing hair. And like, okay. I was just like getting my little like little little tutu in right so i had to put a ponytail in so that was in iraq i just got stared at people looked at me like a stuck for a law like all the stuff i'm like man get out of here so i wore my hat most of the time and then when i was in saudi the weather was too nice i'm talking like 70 80 degrees i just wanted to vibe oh, nice right so um Let that's where it got is. crazy man like people look at me all the time like i would go into any masjid and I would just get stared at 
and just like, for your hair for my hair bro and they're like i'm like you like haven't seen someone with long places, hair before i feel like most places you go out like people are gonna stare at you especially like countries yeah. like yeah that. exactly right and um not only that i got stared at for being like literally praying my namaz because i'm a shia we pray a little differently i got stared at for that then i got stared at for my long hair and it was a bad combo so like the, the the first time it was real bad it was in medina that's where um prophet muhammad um, shrine is his like entire mosque so there's only like certain times where you can go visit his tome and i went like at 11 p.m at night because like it's empty or whatever and like there's still gonna be a bunch of people there so I went there, waiting in line, and like I'm just doing my thing, waiting, cause like I want to go up. Like I'm in Medina, I might as well do my thing. So, um, I'm waiting in line, and like this old like, it's like moldy looking sob comes up to me, like he's got a dustbin in his hand. He just walks up to me, and he's like, "Oh, brother!" And he, he like, grabs my hand, he pulls me to the side. Random right? guy. Yeah, some random like uncle dude, and he's like, "Oh, like India, Pakistan, Bangladesh." And I'm like Pakistani. And then he's like, yeah, Arab, he's the Arab guy. They're all, they're all, like, majority of them are all locals, right? Mm. So he looks at me and, like, looks at my hair, like, looks at my, like, hair and stuff. And he's like, mm, mm, I stuck for a lot, like, bitch out of He says some, like, a lot of words. I'm like, yeah, I'm good, bro. He says some weird words, bro. And I'm like, I'm like, like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Like, it's okay. And I go back in line and then, like, that caused a little ruckus because all these other uncles are like beside us <laughs> looked at me he's like mm, a stuck for a lot stuck for a lot and there's like one like gatekeeper guard there look he points at me with the stick he's like get out get out what I'm to like, you i'm like or to me yeah to me damn. so i'm like i waited like 30 minutes to go through the tome of like the prophet and like you think that would <laughs> just because like, your judged. hair yeah bro and i was so i was like i was about to cry i'm like bro i came all the way from like america to like do umrah and like <laughs> Do my you didn't have like you didn't have like anyone with you? You were just by yourself? I went my it was at nighttime I went by myself, but like in the daytime I went with my dad. But like even then, okay. um I I wow. went alone. I'm like I walked out. It was like a walk of shame, bro. I walked out. I Everyone's took my, staring at you? Like when I got out of line, yeah, but like with the walk back to the hotel, like I just had my ponytail off and I'm just like, damn bro, like I'm sorry, I'm like laughing a lot. This is probably traumatizing for you, but it was it was at the time, but I'm like, yo, like fuck them. Like they're not my dad, they're not God, like who's it gonna stop me for? But that's what pissed me off. Like I came all the way here to like be a holy man and you guys try to kill my flex. It was so it was so disheartening, man. Like it was real bad. Like I was really about crying. Like, you know what? It's fine. And then yeah, um, I'm, I'm shaving my head before I ever go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dude, you'll get killed. You'll get killed. Like, you know, during Umrah where you like go Dude, around off, the Kaaba yeah. and then you have to go between Safa and Marwa. Yeah. Seven times. I had a man follow me the entire time and then back to my hotel and then Dude. up to and then up to my le- floor level. And then it happened. Um, right after I finished, we went to the marketplace and um, there was like a group of men that were rush following me who were like on phones from different hallways communicating with each other where I was. So I literally saw my dad like two hallways down, booked it and started screaming my dad's <laughs> screaming for my dad. And then um, it happened three times while I was there. So like Jeez. literally got chased down three times um in while trying to uh do umrah you won't like literally like the holiest city in the world well like for muslims at least you will find the craziest 
most evil, corrupt people there. Like people mm. there, like begging for donations and like doing scams. Like yo, look, my my grandmother's sick. I lost my passport. Can you give me some money? And I'm like, yeah. Imagine doing stuff on Marwa. Do you know how long it takes to go between the seven? Uh, go between it seven times. It takes at least over an hour. Yeah. And have somebody follow you every single Dude, step. It's it's it was like, insane. Mm, it's nuts. Yeah, that's what I've always wondered. Just like you know, I really want to go and have this like amazing enlightening experience and i'm sure for girls it's horrible but uh i i I also fear like somebody ruining that for me because once i get distracted bro even like when i'm praying normally if i get distracted or something's on my mind i'm just like all right i need to like you know get back in focus if something like that was happening in front of me where i'm trying to be like you know spiritual or whatever Mm -hmm. it'd be so just it would throw me off Dude, yeah. I was reading I Namaz meant- and this guy was not reading. He was like, it was like Jamaat time. I'm reading Namaz and like they Namaz a little bit like, like a little crazy over there. Like not crazy, but like extended. So I'm doing my thing and this guy is not even praying. He's looking back and staring at me dead in the eye. <laughs> like heck? with an evil grin. You know, it's like anime stares. Like, oh, I'm gonna kill this guy. It was one of those. And I was terrified. It's like, what? it's Saudi, bro. Like, I can't like, the second they turn on Shia, I'm done. Like, who knows what they'll do? Is that a That like, is so bizarre. And they're, and they're super strict there. Like, the, the Haram police, whatever they have there, they're, they don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. They yeah. will My end you My mom was to. wearing um, an abaya, and it went behind her. You know, like the wrist bone that we have? It went right above the wrist bone, and a man approached my mom and said, and he looked away, and he's like, sister, pull your sleeve down. A random man came up to my mom to tell her to pull her sleeve mm-hmm. down. And it didn't even go, like, even an inch past her wrist bone. But, Jeez. I mean, I think, did you, while you were there, um, ever, like, cross your mind, like, oh, maybe I should pray the other way. Like, I, I don't feel safe or anything like that. Like, did that I ever would, cross your I mind? I literally did not want to do Jamaat prayer at all. Like, I was, like, but you get stuck there. Because once it's Jamaat time, everything's shut down. Like, I'm trying to do yeah. Dwaf and, like, you don't want to be that one odd guy standing there like, oh, cool, let me take some pictures while I'm reading Namaz. You look like a dumbass. And then, like, you'll get bullied into reading Namaz. That's how it is there, right? And I, I didn't feel comfortable at all. I'm like, bro, like, I'm just trying to hear, trying to be my own thing. But, like, it's like you were saying, you get distracted very easily because think about it. It's so loud and crowded that it's hard to get in your own state of mind. Like, yeah. the only time I had a, a lightning experience there was when I, like completely zoned out. I was like, "Boom! I'm just gonna mm. go there, like yeah. be in the Kaaba, and like do my thing." And that was like a crazy experience for myself. But yeah. it's hard to do it. Like, pfft. yeah. Yeah, you have to go in with like a tough mind, especially during the walk because there's so many people and they're like bumping into you. So like you have to like have a strong mind going in mm-hmm. and like just be like and like accept the bumps like a bumper car almost like yeah accept it and go. Yep. Some people are raced. They go zoom zoom zoom. It's crazy. Dude. <laughs> it's nuts. Like I, I mean, was trying to run past though, it. Like, yeah. It's a good experience. I think. That's, oh for like, sure. It's for good sure. To talk yeah. About, yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of experience so, that went with it. Were you? Um, we know you're Pakistani. Are, are you from Pakistan? Or you always lived in um, North America. Uh, I was born in London, England. Raised okay. in Canada. In you Toronto. took that route. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my dad went like zoom. They went like zoom. They did yeah, the Nike check. The, there's the UK route. There's the Canada yeah. route. Yeah. Stay in the, Canada route. Until you get to. I did that. Or just East Coast. But I did all of them. I did all of them. So London <laughs> to Toronto, yeah. Toronto to Connecticut. How long were you in uh, London? Eight months. So. No oh, so accent. you were just you were just born. Yeah. So you didn't you develop the accent. No, sadly now, bro. You know how <laughs> life would be if I had an accent. <laughs> You know how Maybe this that's podcast why you was that this... happen on Twitter because I feel like everybody from uh, UK is oh, popping they, on they, Twitter. They, they, for they have a grudge on me. I used to lie to people 
and tell them, yo, like my nanny um, in UK was Zayn Malik's nanny. And people will believe me. I'm like, you was guys Zane stupid. Was Zayn Malik's nanny? Yeah, I was like, you were the same nanny growing up. Like, <laughs> I'm from the UK, bro. People are stupid. Like, I, yeah. That's something else. <laughs> Same nanny. <laughs> yeah. Why would people have a reason not to believe you if you went through? Like, what exactly. made you even think of something like that? Bro, so you uh, so you go between like uh, uh, Canada and U.S. right? Yeah. Um, what's what's the main difference that you notice between like people and and like communities uh, between Toronto and I mean I don't know how how much of an mm. experience you've had us people online you definitely have but oh, I, I lived in um connecticut for like 15 years right oh, okay yeah, yeah i've been connected 15 years from like 2000 to 2015 even now technically still yeah. i'm a citizen but um i spent past five years in toronto the biggest mm. difference is diversity for sure like toronto is on a league of its own you have people from all over the world um you know yeah wherever it might be like a connecticut yeah. thing i think connecticut also- is like ugh. it's like <laughs> literally like 99% white. Yeah. And you only see brown people on Black Friday. That's yeah. literally it. <laughs> when when oh, we went to Toronto, we noticed that like the Desi people there were kind of like more similar to Pakistani, like from actually Pakistan people. Like when we went there, like aunties mm-hmm. were staring at us, uncles were staring at us. Like, that's yeah, the same. Yo, that mentality it will never go away. Like I feel like when we're like 30 or 40 or 50, whatever it is, yeah. we're going to stare at each other just because it's like, yo, yeah. might as well. Like, fuck but it. I mean, we'll stare at you. I, also, I feel like over here, it's like slightly different. Like we're trying to like assimilate more to no but but it's also like edison and jackson heights it's like yeah, yeah. what but that's like a small Tor- area right that's a small so area. i think i think in toronto it's like there's so many of them okay there's so they many. don't have to assimilate or whatever yeah. yeah like we didn't have a we didn't have a choice yeah like i mean we did but as kids it's like yeah as know. kids bro we, assimilation is a weird thing because uh, you get like the one thing i didn't like about America, like, when I got way older, was, like, you're taught in, like, elementary school that, like, you know, U.S. is a melting pot, like, you know, you're, we're the mosaic, and I'm like, no, we're not, because, like, this place mm. sucks when it comes to, like, being diverse, because there's no diversity, your teachers don't know shit about your culture, they don't know shit about your history, or whatever it is. You I think in, it like, definitely changes for where you are, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. From my perspective, in, like, East but Haven, I think most places are like yeah. that, like what he's describing. If you're in a small town, you're only the brown kid there, like, you're gonna get, you know, nothing out of here. Right, whereas in Toronto, kids are like Daisy and like teachers know how to pronounce their name properly, which mm. is like oh shit, like like I'll tell you this. When I was in, when I first moved to Toronto in 2015, I was getting my internet set up, and like some like dorky white guy came in with like his like gloves and cables and whatever it was, and he saw me like wearing my Zulfikar, which is like a Shia necklace of a sword, and he mm. literally he's like, yo, that's a cool Zulfikar there. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how, how do you know, how, how do you know about this? Right? He's like, yo, my buddies are Shia. They tell me about this all the time. I was like, I was mind blown. I'm like, bro, like, what in the world? But yeah, you guys, you guys do have some fire jewelry. I have to say that. Yeah, yeah. the geek like, is like, yeah, we out here. But yeah. <laughs> um. So so back to what Shamir had asked. What do you currently do? Life of um, Salu. Life of Salu. Let's talk about this. Um. I'm currently a student. I'm doing advertising. Um. In a bachelor's of design. Uh, Makes sense. That was after like years, like seven years to find out my passion, right? So, but you were kind of doing that, like, what? Wait, I used to like, do that when like, I first started following you. It looked like you were already kind of passionate about design yeah. and things like that. I definitely had the passion. I didn't have the balls to follow my passion. Let's say that, right? <laughs> um, until like we at, at post Umrah, I had like a quarter life crisis, and I'm like, you know what? 
I'm dropping out of like this university, going elsewhere, I'm gonna follow my dreams. None yeah. of that, right? Um, so I'm in school right now, um, and I do things on the side. I start my podcast at GBC Bot. I just do shits and giggles and like you know <laughs> how, make how creative do you, content. How do you like describe yourself? Like if someone like asked you, I know this is like a super oh, hard question. Okay, you, cool. But I have a couple words I describe myself as: um, okay. multifaceted, Ajib. Um, I call myself contagious because, like, I don't know. I feel like I talk too much, and people are trying to grab on. Like, they, they get to on. I rub off on people, right? Yeah. Um, but like, damn, what, what would your title be? Like, you know how like a creative or definitely a creative. I'm not gonna call myself like a photographer. Like, I don't label myself as a profession just because like I'm not professional, right? Um, like, I'm not. I do shit like the stuff I do is stupid. If someone else saw me, they would like critique the fuck out of me, right? I just do stuff that I think is cool. At the end of the day, like if it's nice, it's nice, right? But I don't I'll, like. I don't like put my Instagram bio like, yo, I'm an artist, photographer, like entrepreneur, and all those like cool titles make myself look cool. I just call myself creative. That's about it. Yeah, I think something funny you said. Uh, when we were on the phone yesterday. You were like, you're a like a deep hater. Like, yeah, you like you are naturally just that's your instinct um so when it comes to seeing other people's like you're just describing other people's sort of bios that they might have what's something that really bothers you about other people's art or like the the community of uh people that are into different arts whether they be photographers you know painters digital illustrators rappers doesn't matter there's a lot it's a long list i hate corny content right i hate content What 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 counts as corny corny shit that's a good question i mean it's subjective right but corny is just like if so let me, let me break it down so leave corny up top there's um if you're following a trend too late that's stupid as hell um i think Why? that's like if, if you're doing a trend way later mm-hmm. it's i don't know the trends have their own timelines like it's only good to a certain point it gets saturated way later yeah it's called a trend right people try to like suck off a trend till like they milk it till they can't milk it no longer and like if they think it's still like nice or whatever um yeah. that bothers me uh you say man. that brown people are are yes men and they glorify really bad content for each other what do you mean by that mm, that's a yeah so yes i don't know we're in an age where like you have to be supportive to like get likes and like you know be up there and like you know be liked by everyone else hmm um but being a yes man you're allowing a lot of like unnecessary content to be shown as good like i i i see this bad thing for other people is cool like it's good for them like more content the better you know do your own thing but i, I don't know it's i look stupid saying it because i know it sounds like a hater it really is but being a yes man just allows bad stuff to be made and like be seen as good like vector art which is so easy to do people do like tracing on adobe illustrator and like mm-hmm. calling like, yo i'm like a digital artist look at my picture of like you know this like whatever whatever and i'm like that's super easy cool for you cool you did it but like don't glorify as like a crazy brown artist of like you know the brown disaster renaissance or the fuck it is um that's that like yeah, a lot of we were talking like, about that on the last podcast like i yeah I'm with like, you. I understand. I understand what you mean. I just wanted to see. Like, if I could show you content that I don't like, like it's a huge list. But then, like, people yeah. who make really good content, like really good, they're very unique and they don't get the love they should get. That's well, like, like that's how it's always been. How how you were talking earlier about like you know, really being proud of being Shia. I think yeah. uh, on a on a more uh, you know general scale, mm-hmm. South Asians might be feeling that way about like oh, we need to be proud of our people. Let's keep pushing our content forward. And yeah. I think in the process of what you're describing, 
like really bad content gets pushed out there too and especially for people who i guess really value that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and really will look at it in a critical way and be like what's what are we really making here um it bothers them a lot and and that and somebody like yourself where you know you might not necessarily be going for that viral factor you're not like trying to make oh i'm the next big south asian artist but you enjoy making it and you enjoy making stuff for other people you're like like i can do that if that's what we're gonna glorify i can do that but like don't push yeah really horrible there's also like a double-edged sword to that because i feel like when there are creators making i think good stuff like you know rami the tv show like we've talked about this Mm -hmm. many times like people will bash it because it's they'll say it's not good enough but it's for different reasons like oh they're not being represented the right way or something like that like for sure do you know what i'm trying to say like yeah like i think a lot of things that are i don't like or a lot of things I think are corny and stuff. It's recycled, like it's done before mm-hmm. many, many times, and people continue to do it. Not even as a trend. If it's just like, if I see someone else hitting like a poetry book, they did a poetry book. Damn, I'm gonna do a poetry book too. And Ooh. all I see is like thirty <laughs> more people doing poetry books. Oh, look at my very original poetry book, like my poems. Cool. What's next? The mm. the what's next part. When people do what's next, they don't get the love and hype for it because it's too new, right? Mm. When you're ahead of your time, you don't get that that you know the affection from the brown community that's how it's always been on that like when milk and honey came out amazing like i've never read it but like boom millions of copies sold of course of course yeah and that concept was dope right and i really really enjoyed that book loved the concept i used i used to actually write the same way like i have books where it's like uh the same way that she writes um in like kind of simple form and then draws a picture underneath i love Mm -hmm. that so i've been a fan of that um so when i saw her do it i was like whoa like this can be done like what i'm making is like you know is at that same level what she's doing but i like i'm not ready to release something yet because i don't have Mm -hmm. enough substance yeah right after i saw milk and honey i saw mad people putting out milk and honey bootlegs like big time i know i know people who really write i know people who are really passionate about substance and that have things to say but there was many people that were not saying anything and they were repeating so many of the same ideas from our diaspora and almost rewriting milk and honey and i was like and and it was being so praised and i'm with you on that where i'm just like this sucks because bro we're just gonna we're just gonna promote anything you guys don't hate copy you guys don't hate copy yeah yeah Yeah. how many hate copies you see on instagram oh my god every (laughs) day yeah. yeah right i'm like if you kill it like that's the thing like people think like once you see something great i don't know how like i understand how sometimes if you copy something it's a good thing like i don't know it's a quote by jane jane smith like if you like something copy but make it your own way like he talked about drake right. and like drake has great music i'm gonna try some of his stuff and make it my own right yeah people will try to aim for that but they don't make it their own they might mm. add a little tweak there here and there but the res- resemblance from someone else that's very popping is like uncanny and like it kills it's it for so me. much it's so much easier to get away with that now too and that's something similar we were talking to um our last guest emin who's like a really dope artist yeah, yeah um, i know about her yeah for sure and and uh you know she had mentioned like you know it's okay to to try to you know copy and and try to you know because that's how we learn right when we first start out, like I remember when I first started writing and really falling in love with hip hop, I was making, you know, Eminem songs. Like I was not making 
it was mm-hmm. not my voice and i was talking about subject matter that i have no relation to whether yeah. it be like gangster rap or whatever it's like i don't relate to any of that <laughs> but for me to try it i had to copy right yeah and like when i first met shamir his stuff he he had told me right away he liked logic a lot and i heard so much of logic in his voice and throughout the years just hearing him find his own voice it's like a dope process but like the difference is like if you start out right at the beginning say you have some popularity say you have a good amount of followers and you you post a song or something like for example jake or logan paul right they had that following and they were putting out music and it's getting like it's doing numbers it's on billboards and it's getting all these downloads and stuff and kids think that that is music now which Mm -hmm. like okay yeah it is but that like you i don't know it's like you haven't you haven't done the put in the time the effort that the original person who you're copying off of has done to be able to like sell it and and claim it to be like your own and not like have somebody uh at least pull you to the side and be like hey man you got work to do and it's almost like a disservice it really is man it, it is it's just like if someone busts their ass making like you know for instance like a, a building and you see some like companies copy paste yeah. you're gonna feel like wow like i wasted all this time for someone to take my idea and like it's like seeing a tweet you make you you bust your ass on making a cool tweet and see like that uh, Indian like Indian like Indian stats guy steal your tweet. That's what that big issue was twenty sixteen. Indian stats, <laughs> big time. Yeah, I see tweets get sold all the time. Like nowadays, like I steal I stole, my last tweet that got popping finally after like eight years of being on Twitter. I stole a tweet and it got like two hundred thousand <laughs> likes. Very easy, right? But yeah. I understand like that's how it, like some people just get lucky. If you have a following, you have the opportunity of a lifetime. Like if you have like ten thousand followers, even five thousand, you can make money if you use your mind and people use your mind to like you know counterfeit things like for you know sure. like i i always want to say this but like people not everything belongs on a t-shirt like people take stupid artwork slap it on a t-shirt creative entrepreneur <laughs> i'm doing like brown people like you know magic they look at my content this is real nice this is my yeah. fashion company now this is my like this is designer stuff like no it's not mm. dude like not everything belongs on a t-shirt just, just make say content. you want to make money just say yeah, like just say this it. is like, to make say money it is. It's but not the, even nice. Yeah. Like that's one thing I had. Like I, when I started a Jeep, a Jeep apparel, I yeah. used to make things that like other people would wear, right? Mm. And then I'm like, wait, this is fucking ugly. I would not oh, even wear that's myself. That's a good point, right? Like we make things for the money sometimes, or like you, you try to aim for like you know the, what the public might like because like it's like uh, it's, it's good in. for like yeah, it's it's in and like it has a social like uh, aspect to it. Like you know you want to s- donate your money to like you know pakistani so make this shirt that's cool for them and like whatever whatever and then um at the end of the day you're gonna find that it sucks yeah it sucks because it's not genuine like it, genuine creativity comes from like the heart it's instantaneously like you're gonna make your best idea in like the quickest right that's how i feel yeah. right yeah. um and that's what we should be doing stuff that we like or mm. as a as a creative stuff that you like now what other people will like right yeah and that's what you see a lot of like people still doing it like i don't know back when Islamic clothing was like popping when it first started, like five pillars and like stuff like that. You put Salam on a t-shirt, it was fire at first. Like, you know, people crazy, like yo, Arabic writing on clothing, crazy, let's buy it. All these shitty companies, the shitty brands, like I don't even know, so many thousand, all these, (laughs) so many dumb box logo ideas of like basic Urdu or Arabic words, like, you know, like 
that's yeah. that's what it comes to man like one good idea yeah. like people don't like making their own ideas so they take the best one there's definitely like really talented people buried in that and and when, when they're trying their own thing like sometimes people will mistake it for their friend who just you know described kind of what you're doing just opened up the uh, teesprings.com wrote copied and pasted a translation from google of like yeah. this thing in arabic and then is like selling it so it's it's hard to know that um let me ask you this uh so you're you're going down the the sort of branding advertising route and all that um i've seen yeah. that you've worked with um like uh horsepower before and and you've worked i guess i don't know who else you've worked with but um that's about it is, man. <laughs> huh that's about it <laughs> that's about it yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, i mean that's a that's a pretty good that's a um, good uh, yeah thing to have on your resume but when it comes to like uh opportunities versus uh you know kind of setting a value for yourself um of this is how much i'm going to be you know this is how much i'm worth and i'm uh-huh. i'm not going to just like take the opportunity whatever where's that line for you if i mean i don't know if it's come yet but it has to come in i don't i don't like for most of the work i've done i don't charge for it mm. like i it's if I'm passionate about something, I'm gonna make it. Like mm. for, I did like three covers for Horsepower. Um, if you have listener music, listener music. I did three covers because like she broke, we're homies. She asked me like for an idea. You know, I got this. Boom, and I worked on yeah. it, and that was that. Because like at the end of the day, I'm still like I'm I'm nothing professional. I can't like if you value something in me, that's that's to you. But to me, I don't value it as much. Like I'm still a noob. I'm a big time noob. A lot of so us you're, are. You're you're in. You think that you're in your trial period. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, if you saw how I make something happen or, like, Photoshop, you're going to laugh. Like, wow, this guy's fucking using this tool and that tool. But, like, it's <laughs> but just it comes the way out you manipulate good. things. Yeah, it comes out good. That's all it is. Yeah. There's a million ways to do things in Photoshop. I wouldn't even be <laughs> yeah. mad at that at all. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, for the future, um, do you see yourself ever um, kind of having that line of, like, or if you see it with other people of, like, mm-hmm. how much – it's so weird how much artists will charge and how like how different it is like for doing the same work uh, from one person to the next. Um, do you have any opinions about that of like what is worth, what artists are worth and like if they're okay to set whatever price that they want? At the end of the day, it comes down to like, you know, the time it takes for them to make something and their demand. Like I, I don't have a problem with it. I don't haven't dealt with anybody charging too much. Like I don't really charge much. Like I, I mean, I don't, I don't know anybody that charges for anything. Like I don't talk to people about their prices and stuff. Hmm. But um, like all I know is Fiverr. Like I get my shit done on Fiverr all the time. Fiverr is the plug. <laughs> um, See, but, but, like take Fiverr for example. Fiverr's yeah. weird, right? You can get the same job done for ten by bucks, a million people, yeah. But also that same job for three hundred dollars. Yes, those are cool videos to watch, though. On YouTube, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. or like, I get like, you know, this commercial made by whatever, whatever. Like, sometimes the cheapest stuff works. Like, I, for instance, mm-hmm. um, so when I was making music for my podcast, um, I did two songs based on Kalohono. Um, I talked to a bunch of people because I have no music production like t- skill or talent at all. Mm-hmm. I basically have the idea and like, you know, I want this happen, that sound, this, this, and that. Hit up a bunch of people. Um, the best ones come from like people who charge the least because they're most passionate about it. I feel like when you do like, um, you don't, what's the word? When you're not, um, I don't know the word for it. I forgot the word. When you're undervaluing yourself, I feel like your work is better. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Like, you're humble about it. So you're going to try harder to make better quality work. Whereas mm. if I charge, I'd be charging 600. I'm like, yeah, fuck. He's trying to be 600. I'm paying 600 or I'm paying him 600 because like he knows work is good. But to me, like, you know, like I, $600, I can do whatever I want because my other way, like my work will speak for itself. Yeah. Mm. But like it won't be worth 600 bucks at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask something like very off topic, but Go for it. Or it's not super off topic, but like your tweets, they've, I've seen like an evolution, right? Of your tweets. And yeah. recently, I've seen like tweets about like relationships and like love and stuff like that. And that's very cool to me because I never really see like a desi guy being so open about how they're feeling, especially on Twitter, like that open. Mm-hmm. Like, where does that come from? Why do you do that? Like, are dude, you afraid of your community? Yeah, are you afraid oh, of Oh, no, 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 <laughs> not at all, man. Like, I, one thing I learned the past couple of years, like past like five, six years, it's, the more open, honest, straightforward you are, no matter what aspect it is, it's gonna benefit benefit you the most. And me, I'm like a very sentimental person. Like people don't see this. Like you won't see it from my senti tweets all time. I'm a senti salu. Literally, like that's what I call myself sometimes. Senti salu. It happens. Um, you gotta give a huge shout out to Bollywood. I watch so many rom coms on Bollywood, like Bollywood <laughs> movies that like it affects it's me. Like your head. <laughs> I have so many. Like when I had Fantasies. when I had a bad. Um, little hungama with uh, a girl hungama. right like i had to i had to not listen to bible music for like a whole year because it would just like fuck with me but yeah man like evolution wise i definitely see it too before i was like you know very reserved and like i only tweeted things that people would like now it's like i don't give a fuck like i'll tweet reckless things like my my cousin sent me last time you're gonna get you I'm, I'm gonna get canceled one day i see some stupid shit it's gonna be politically correct but like it's it, this is that's just me like i'm gonna get canceled for saying people something that get canceled day. are ultimately free yeah that's dude true. think about it like when that. i was okay i was banned from twitter for two years that's that's nothing i got banned for two yeah. years for like Wait, how, what do you mean you got banned so um on my birthday right on my birthday <laughs> oh no I, literally i got banned for like posting like leaks for drake music because like you know fuck it like, <laughs> like, it happens but no it got worse you know, i actually i actually used i don't know if this is gonna get me in trouble but i actually uh clicked that link I'm not I know, gonna say I downloaded bro, bro, it. But... I'm telling you, dude, if, you, if I saw the views, it was like a thousand clicks, a thousand clicks plus, right? Like, I was helping the community out, right? That was when, um, I think he dropped, views? uh, not, it wasn't views. No, it was, it was uh, Money in the Grave. I think like that. Something no, like that. it was, oh, it was uh, recent. the four, what's it? No, not four. Uh, more Life? The, free, the one with, uh, More Life. I think it was More Life. It was More Life. Yeah, yeah, it was More Life. Um, I got. Suspended for that because that's like my third warning or some bullshit like that. But then you're also recording concerts. My own con- the ones those. I went to, right? I, I, yeah, that the main um, violations were re- posting concert videos that I took. I didn't and know I'm you like, couldn't do that, oh, yeah, bro. It was to. it was literally Travis Scott. I don't know the fuck he's on. Whatever they were such good quality on. that they were like, no, we need- <laughs> dude. Like if 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 I, it had been grainy, you were shaking it around. <laughs> that's but they were good majority quality. of the time. But yeah, so two years I wasn't on Twitter. Life changing, bro. Like. You don't think as much. You don't talk as much. Wait, so Twitter literally banned you for two years? Yeah, I got it back this year. I don't know how. Like, they're like, we're, we're sorry. Like, but I tried a lot. I was really, like, giving, like, my um, counter copyright, whatever it was. Like, I'm like, yeah, bro, like, <laughs> free me, man. I've been on this for a long time. For, but I made, like, a, a, I made, like, a bootleg Twitter account, like, last year. Um, free but it's so weird when you don't have a heart, like, a huge following on Twitter. Because then, like... It just comes down to like, yo, like, I don't you're know. not important anymore. You're not, you're not important. Nothing Don't give a shit it. about what you think. Like, I, I watched OVO I Fest. I watched OVO Fest through your Twitter. I just remember that. Like, 
I yeah, wanted I, that was like, a that was, time when OVO Fest first like was a thing. It was so cool, and I was like, yeah. and and you were the Toronto guy. I was like, yo, he's gonna be there. And then yeah. I like watching all of it. I was like, this is incredible, and the quality was awesome. So that's yeah, that's probably has to do with it. Yeah, but when you're <laughs> off Twitter for a long time, like this is where I realized myself, like you don't get in that mentality. Like when you're a, a full-time tweeter, like people don't think about it as a real thing, but like when you're a full-time tweeter, whether you're an artist or whatever, like for instance, a musician, his thoughts are going to be like, you know, like what's the next song I can do? Like this could mm. be a good chord. That could be that. I could put this in my song. When you're a full-time tweeter, everything oh, is a way. tweet. Everything is a tweet. I don't think about it. That's not me anymore. But like I was that person. Like mm. everything is a tweet. Yo, what's something funny I could tweet right now? Oh, that meme. I can draft it, post it later at that time. That's how people think. It's a fucking. Do you sick have a lot of friends? Thinking. In real life, um, yeah, I have a lot. Of, I have a lot of groups of friends. Hmm. Like uh, I don't like. I get into a lot of communities. That's one thing I like too. Like when you were off Twitter, um, like people don't know what the fuck I was doing, so I was hanging with my homies a lot. Because hmm. um, I do have a lot of friends like, yeah. that were like Twitter famous or whatever. Sometimes the situation ends up being that like they're they spend a lot of time alone and then and losers yeah because not even losers it's just like they don't they might not necessarily just like a lot of people don't have friends it's like a normal yeah thing. it's like, weird i became this is a weird thing for me i'm very i was very extroverted like you saw me like i'll talk all the time and like i was hanging out with people the past like i live alone too so like hmm. i kind of needed to hang out with people now i don't give a shit like i don't see my friends for a whole month i'm fine I'm very mm. introverted now. I don't know if it is it's thing when you hit your twenties, like your mid twenties, you just don't care about hanging out with people. Excuse me. Oh, there it is. Uh, there the it is. Burp, the cucumber the burp. The first burp. <laughs> the cucumber burp. You but did yeah, good. I, I held. It would have been loud, bro. I can burp the ABCs <laughs> in one burp, bro. I can do that. But um, yeah, I keep more introverted. But like, yeah, people. I I do know people who are on Twitter twenty four seven who have like, no um. You know, yeah. No, no you're more senti now. It makes sense. It's the combination of all the anime and the Bollywood stuff. You got to be careful with that. It's anime, and Bollywood, head, bro. bro. It's it's beautiful stuff. <laughs> um, let's wrap this up because it says we have three minutes uh, left. So, um, uh, first of all, where can people find you? And anything uh, you want to leave the people with? Yeah, Any, anything sure. to look forward to? Talk about your podcast real quick. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Jai Poppy, one word. Um, find me on Instagram, the Jai Poppy. That's also one word, no hyphens or anything. Um, I'm working on my podcast. I'm just lazy. It's called a Jeepsy Bot. It's about me trying my best to portray the people of our age to fuck with Bollywood, to fuck with Lollywood, to fuck with new movies, um, not just the classics. People love the classics, yeah. but the new movies are real, real nice. Especially with all the people passing away, like Irfan Khan passed away, like. R.I.P. Um, he's in a lot of good movies like that people probably will never watch because they're in that mentality that you know new Bollywood sucks they're remixing all their fun songs like you know mm. whatever whatever whatever. Um, that's my main thing. You can find me on Spotify um, if you want to listen to my music that I worked on. Um, that's also under a Jeepsy Bot. Same. For, I'm gonna like, put the music in this episode so you can hear some oh, of it. Oh, gang, then go gang. Download it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can find me on <laughs> Apple Podcasts and all that other podcast places as a, a Jeepsy Bot. Um, just keep in touch with my, um, I guess my Instagram. I post things out there all the time, and whatever Dope. I do want to do will be there. But yeah, you heard it. Salu's got you covered me. if you need if you need any of that stuff, and go follow his Twitter because it's hilarious. Um, we ask one question to all of our guests at the end of every podcast. I'm ready for it. Ask that question. Oh, you know, oh, you ready, ready for it? I'm ready for it. What ice cream flavor are you? I'm Ben and Jerry's <laughs> seven layer bar, bro. What is it's that? Coconut. And why? It's, it's 
Bro, people don't fuck with coconut and ice cream. I think it's amazing. It's like, coconut's already minty as it is. I don't like mint and chocolate because it's kind of weird, but coconut has its own little like minty sensation to it. Mint, caramel, a bunch of nuts and swirls and whatever. Crazy, but they don't sell it no more. So I'm out of luck. Why? No, but why is that you? You you were so prepared, but you didn't explain <laughs> oh, why that's you. I don't know. It tastes good. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like I would say oh chocolate because I'm like that's a basic answer. Like I, I. No, but what makes that you? What makes that me? Mm, a lot of ingredients. Limited edition. I, you can't I like, find we're it onto in stores. Something with the coconut, like people don't usually oh, like it. Oh, I'm a hard shell and sweet inside. I don't know. That's something stupid. I wouldn't want to say that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, it works. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. Hey. We you appreciate could say your that because you're scenty self. on the you, you're scenty on the inside. No, but I'm hard scenty. I'm like really scenty in public. Like that's just <laughs> hard scenty. Yeah. You know, the coconut is soft on the outside, but it's hard. You know, it's like, like furry, but it's oh, hard. It's furry, yeah. Furry. yeah it's and then it's and then it's nice and watery, <laughs> juicy <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> All right, Soman, thank you for coming on the podcast for being My you pleasure, as man. always. We appreciate yeah. you. We love you. Uh, come back anytime, and and it's been four years in the making. Four years in the making. We're gonna keep it going. This is this is a valuable relationship. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. It's my pleasure. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Strange Flavors. It's been another week. Another flavor. A little bit stranger. We'll talk to you next time. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you very, very much. I love you, I love you very, very much.